0: Abraham Lincoln said this, no man is poor who has a godly mom, who has a godly mother. And looking at at the people in this room, we, we are a prosperous and blessed and wealthy people because God is faithful and God has blessed us with godly moms. God has blessed us with, with an abundance of godly mothers that are older, that are younger. Um, let's pray in an... We're going to just honor the Lord in the sharing of his word by also honoring moms. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, for your love. So, Lord, we just set aside our all to you right now, Lord God, to, to honor you, Lord, to praise you, Lord. And we thank you for the opportunity to honor mothers, Lord, and we give you thanks for your provision, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we learned so many things about who you are, Lord, through, through godly mothers. Holy Spirit, I ask you to just speak things to us that no man stands up here and says, but that you want to say to your people. Father, I ask you, as our perfect dad, our perfect father, to just pour your affection out over every person in this place, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, mom's, I, I did the tie and the coat for you, but I can't do the coat anymore. Uh, it's too hot. I'm sweating. So for now, the tie stays on, but I can I can make no promises that it's not going to come off later. Also, I don't know, or at least loosen. Hmm. For all the mothers out there, I want to say we need you. We admire you. We honor you. We love you. And to circle back, we need you. You're needed because you are an invaluable member of of this church, of this community. And you bring things that no one else can bring. You bring a heart to the daily, to the mundane, to the tedious, to the difficult that no one else can. So moms, we we honor you. Please know that you are needed. Um, 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17 says this. And we're going we're gonna to stay um, in Second Timothy 3 for quite a while. Um, so it says, you, Timothy. Paul's speaking to Timothy. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings, which are able to give you The wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, which means acceptable in quality, equal to the task, may be adequate and equipped for every good work. Paul says, knowing from whom you have learned them. How do we know from whom Timothy learned the word of God? Who is Paul talking about in verse 14 when he says, knowing from whom you've learned it? He is talking about Eunice and Lois, Timothy's mother and grandmother. His mother was was Eunice, Um, his grandma was Lois. And I often get them confused. And so I know I shared this way back when we preached the pastoral letters. So here's how I remember this. So Eunice is the mother. Because you can say, Eunice, it's a play on words. You can go, you nice and young. So that's Eunice. And then Lois, you go, Lois, you old. So Lois is the grandma. Eunice is the mom. I just hope that helps in some small way. Help you remember that as well. Earlier in this letter, in verse 15, still uh, of of chapter 1, Paul had said this before he wrote that, that last segment we read. He said, For I am mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am sure that it is in you as well. So when he talks about from childhood, we see a model of faithfulness. And we're going we're gonna to focus on, on mother, not grandmother. But honestly, I believe they're both there because moms, when do you stop mothering? It never stops. You, you're mothering in the midst of grandmothering. It's just a different type of mothering. Timothy learned the word from a mother who was obedient to God to teach him scripture. Mothers, please teach the Word of God to your children. And never stop. And never stop. The truth contained in God's Word, the Bible says, is able to give wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. If we want to equip our kids, if we want to equip them with the ability to walk in wisdom, to gain wisdom, if we want to equip them with a route that they can go down whether that they can be godly men and women of God. There, there is no better source than teaching them the word of God. There's no greater thing we can teach them than to have love and honor and reverence and fear for God and to, to hunger for His Word spoken to us through the Bible. I want to encourage you guys in this passage as we read this. It talks about the Word of God can lead to wisdom. Just as we, as we prayed over Emma and we talked about um, as children grow into adults and as they get older and they grow into teenagers, we can't make them walk in wisdom. My mom couldn't make me walk in wisdom. She could only provide for me the truth contained in the Word of God, point me to Jesus, demonstrate a love for God, but she couldn't make me walk in wisdom. But she could provide a foundation so that I had a pretty darn good chance. And that's, that's what you provide, and that's what, what Paul is speaking here. The teaching of God's word lays the foundation for wisdom and victory in the life of a child. Men, as we're, we're focusing on moms here, This is the word of God and it applies to us as well. So let's just not go, wow, this is a wonderful message for moms. This applies to us as well. Proverbs 1 8 and 9 says this Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Indeed, they are a graceful wreath to your head and ornaments around your neck. So, men and women, we're both called to teach, we're both called to instruct. I love this passage. In verse 9, it talks about the, the, the wreath on the head. What does that speak of? Anyone know? What? Victory. A wreath around the head speaks of victory. The ornaments around the neck prize. It says that when, when sons and daughters, when they hear the instruction of the Father, when they, when they do and obey and heed the teaching of the mother, that is the prize. Friends, the Bible says do not grow weary in doing good. So men and women, I challenge you, do not grow weary in doing good. If we want our children to walk in victory, if we want our children to experience the prize, we've got to instruct. We have got to teach. And that never stops. That never ends. Friends, the minute we stop getting getting taught, is the minute we stop becoming teachable, And that's the minute we stop growing. That's the minute that that we might as well just cash it in. We are to remain teachable our entire lives. So what do we need? To remain teachable and to be taught, what do we need? People still willing to teach. People still willing to point us to the goodness of God in His Word. Perhaps you're a mom. There's a mom in this place that said, I didn't know the Lord when my my kids were younger. I never taught them Bible. I didn't know. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know His love. I didn't know the goodness of the Word. I never did that. Well, I've got good news for you. Because Paul goes on to say this still in verse 14. Continue in the things you have become convinced of. Continue in the things you have become convinced of. Convinced of. This word means completely certain. Completely certain. Firm in one's belief. Friends, this type of certainty does not just come from something this taught. To experience certainty, we have to have it modeled for us. We have to have it demonstrated for us. You can walk in with the absolute best product in the world. I think of back in the old days, like a a vacuum salesman. You can have the best product in the world. You can talk about all of its features all you want. You can teach me every wonderful feature that this vacuum has. But I will not be convinced. I will not be absolutely certain until what? The demonstration. So if you're that mom out there or a dad out there, you didn't know the Lord earlier, you didn't teach your child, here's the wonderful opportunity you have. You can display and demonstrate Jesus Christ alive in your life. The power of God, active and alive. Your love and affection for God, alive. You can demonstrate that daily. And those around you, whether they're your natural sons and daughters or it's a spiritual son and daughter, can be convinced. Why? because they see something alive in you. They see God alive in you. We see the wonderful encouragement that, that yes, we are to teach, but also in order for people to be convinced there's got to be a demonstration of Jesus Christ in our life. When we live our lives for Christ, when we truly walk out our faith, I mean, we're hearing that a lot. Walking it out, walking it out. When we walk out our faith, when we live our faith, it's easy for people to be convinced. In a lot of areas, in a lot of ways, talk is cheap. If I'm out there, and I'm wanting to, to... Evangelize. I'm wanting to share the good news of Jesus Christ, and it's a completely unchurched group. It's a completely, it's it's a group that does not know Scripture, that does not, and I and I, and I quote Scripture. I can say, well, you know, uh, John three sixteen says, for God, you know, Romans one sixteen says, for I'm not ashamed. Uh, Philippians four thirteen says, I can do all. They don't care. I might as well be opening up a, a white pages or yellow pages and going. Johnson, 1296 Maple Drive, Thornton, Colorado. If they haven't accepted that, that there's even a God that loves him yet, they're not going to accept a book that was supposedly written by a bunch of authors in, in place of him under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But what will convince them? The demonstration. Paul even said, I don't come to you with persuasive words but with a demonstration of the power of God. That demonstration of power can be through healings. Tonight, there there was a prayer. You know, don't raise your hand for my sake, but is there anybody that said, oh, I was tangibly healed tonight. I walked in one way, and right now I feel a different way. Was there anyone that was healed tonight? That's the power of God. The power of God. But also, when we walk a life of purity in the midst of a dirty world, that's the power of God. When we walk in grace and compassion, when, when our nature wants to be rough and violent, that's the power of God. Salvation is the power of God. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I can see. That's the power of God. Mothers, you have a calling that will allow you to be long remembered. Just like Paul here remembers Timothy's mom and Timothy's grandma. Long remembered. A foundation of faith that you are laying, not just for your children, but for your children's children. And not just your children and your grandchildren, but think of all the people that your children and your grandchildren will touch. That's the foundation of faith that you're laying when we point our children to a good God when in the midst of chaos we say let's just let's just pray right now because we have peace because we have Christ so let's just let's be aware of it right now let's just invite the Lord in or let's be aware of your peace because you gave it to us peace be still that's what Jesus did honey that's what we can do we can say peace be still and the waves and the storms they have to obey because that's the power of our God a foundation of faith mother's thank you for teaching mother's thank you for demonstrating but also thank you for not stopping you're not done there is no retirement in this there's not until so the minute you draw your last breath on this earth and you are welcomed with with cheers and welcomed with the awesome words of well done good and faithful servant Until that time, when that last breath is drawn, you are still called to teach, to point, to demonstrate, to declare the goodness of God. Thank you for both teaching us with your words and convincing us of a loving, affectionate, caring, strong, you don't want to mess with, the children of this loving God. You've modeled strength, you've modeled tenderness, you've demonstrated commitment in every aspect of your life. And mothers, we honor you for your teaching and your demonstration. We we honor you for your life. Let's pray. Holy Spirit. Uh, We understand that you desire to do something unique in each one of us. That there's nothing generic about you and there's nothing generic about the ways you want to touch and strengthen and empower us. So speak to each one of us those things that you desire to say. The areas where we need to be challenged to teach to teach our children or to teach our neighbors or to teach whoever the goodness of God to demonstrate a life committed to you. Holy Spirit, we ask for your power in doing so. Lord, we give you thanks for our mothers. And Lord, we also give you thanks for everyone in this place, Lord God, that is Lord, that is following you, Lord, that is pointing others to you. I pray, Lord, increase anointing to do those things, Lord God. And I ask you that you would bless, Lord, the moms in this place with eyes to see the fruits of their labor, with eyes to see, um, even if they can't catch all of it, just a huge glimpse of the ways that they've made a life-changing impact through that foundation of faith. Lord, we bless our moms today. Lord, I just pray blessing right now over, over mothers. Just the, the lifting of the burden of the results, Lord God. Lord, you know what they carry, Lord. They carry the burden of results. Lord, they think that falls on them. They work and they sow and they're faithful. But Lord, right now, I just pray that you would lift from from the shoulders, from the hearts of every mother in this place, every burden that you did not place there, Lord God. Every responsibility that you did not place there. I pray that it would be lifted right now in Jesus' name. And I proclaim freedom. Freedom to know that you're not responsible for the results. But only to do as God has told you. Right now, those ungodly yokes, I break off in Jesus' name. And I speak the freedom of faith. You can rest assured that your God is on the job. Your God is at work. He is not finished. You can trust Him for the results. I bless you with this freedom right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.